Welcome to the Protoss Podcast. Today's date is Friday the 23rd of April and you are listening to a weekly roundup of the most important stories from the past week as reported by us. This week we covered a top Coinbase executive switching teams, Facebook's long-awaited DM stablecoin and what may be Turkey's biggest ever case of fraud. But first... We kicked off the week with news that the Bank of England has decided to set up its very own central bank digital currency task force in an attempt to bolster the UK's financial sector following Brexit. As per an announcement, the bank plans to ensure a strategic approach that will allow it to explore the practicalities of introducing a CBDC, that's a central bank digital currency, in the UK. The bank said that its future CBDC would be a new form of digital money to be used by both individuals and businesses, and that it would exist alongside cash and bank deposits rather than replacing them. UK Chancellor Rishi Sunak says he wants the city, that's the UK's equivalent to Wall Street, to remain a global financial centre after Britain's departure from the EU. And launching its own central bank digital currency would be very on trend. A recent report from Big Four accounting giant PwC found that around 60 central banks were exploring the tech, but most are still in the test stage. For example, China's digital yuan might get loads of press, but PwC reportedly found that it's still running trials, meaning that it's actually some way behind the Bahamas and Cambodia, whose CBDCs are actually live. Facebook's long-awaited cryptocurrency, DM, took a step closer to launch this week, but it's still a boring stablecoin. DM will launch later this year as a US dollar stablecoin pilot, according to CNBC. The DM Association is reportedly close to securing a payments license, which would kick off live tests for the currency. As of yet, no release date has been confirmed, but DM will reportedly start as a small-scale test with a focus, quote, largely on transactions between individual customers. CNBC's source did hint that transactions with merchants could still be on the table, and it's likely that it will resemble payment services like PayPal, Venmo or Cash App. It's been quite the journey so far for the currency. A rebrand in December 2020 switched the name from Libra to DM, and an updated white paper watered down the lofty goals established in its original manifesto. Plus, Facebook was originally asking companies to pay an upfront fee of $10 million to join its network as validators, and even intended to issue a second token alongside Libra which it would use to pay dividends to network participants. But Libra gathered criticism due to Facebook's track record with data and support soon began to dwindle. Today, regulators and central banks are worried that a truly globalised stablecoin, if made available to Facebook's billions of users, could become unwieldy for the social media giant and even threaten fiat currencies. But a benign closed-loop payment system powered by a pseudo-cryptocurrency? Well, regulators seem to flock to it. On Thursday, it was revealed that a Coinbase executive, Brian Brooks, has defected to Binance US to be its new chief exec. While working for Coinbase, Brooks served as its chief legal advisor before temporarily leading the office of the Comptroller, where he was often referred to as the Crypto Comptroller. During Brooks's tenure as the OCC, he let banks offer crypto custody services, including Bitcoin, and process stablecoin payments. 
These services have traditionally been left to crypto-native firms like BitGo and Coinbase. So Brooks helped to pave the way for traditional institutions to one day tap into the crypto market. Brooks told the Wall Street Journal that his priorities at Binance US are to make the exchange a robust competitor to Coinbase and strengthen its regulatory compliance. Binance launched its US arm back in September 2019 to appease the nation's regulators. The US-only exchange offers mostly the same service as the company's flagship platform, except it lists one-third of the tokens, around 50, and doesn't support margin trading. Brooks said he wouldn't have taken the job if he didn't have a strong commitment from the board to lead a strong compliance programme. Before long, though, you had folks ripping apart Binance's customer service on Twitter, showing you can't please everyone. And finally, a case of fraud which is possibly the biggest of its kind in Turkish history. The founder of Turkish crypto exchange Thodex has allegedly fled the country with $2 billion worth of user funds in an apparent exit scam. While catching an outgoing flight, possibly one way, local media obtained an image of Farouk Faith Oza at the airport. One outlet, the Daily Sabah, reported that he fled to Thailand and another, DHA, reported that he's gone to Albania. The perfect getaway for Oza, perhaps. Thodex says it's halted trading earlier this week after an audit exposed abnormal fluctuations in about 30,000 suspicious accounts. The exchange boasts around 390,000 users overall. The exchange, however, posted on its website that it denies the allegations and that it's in fact a victim of a slander campaign. So why the impromptu getaway? Thodex has stated that Oza hasn't fled the country, but instead has left to secure a potential partnership with foreign investors. Just business then. Lawyer and politician Sezgin Tanrakulu put it most bluntly, labelling the situation as the biggest fraud case in the history of the Republic of Turkey. Bloomberg has noted that Thodex saw a spike in users after it started to offer 150 Dogecoin, that's about $44, to users who verified their accounts in March. Despite Thodex claiming to have distributed 4 million Doge, that's about $1.15 million, many users have taken to Twitter to complain they're yet to receive any. And Turkish authorities have reacted quickly. State-run Andalou news agencies say that prosecutors have issued 78 arrest warrants in relation to the alleged fraud. Turkish police have so far detained 62 suspects. And that's your lot. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. But we realise there's only so much we can cover in under 10 minutes. So if you want more of the stories that matter, then check out protoss.com. Plus, don't forget to subscribe to the Protoss podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and any other major podcast provider for more weekly roundups. We'll see you next week. Bye bye for now.